You got a boost. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello, Larry. This is episode number 29 of Planet Darren, Rage. Darren, baby, 29. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It's getting up there. Getting up there. Seems like yeah, every not show. Not kids anymore. Yeah. Huh? It seems every show, it keeps being, it's more. It, I don't know why that is. Can you explain that? It's simple. Because I really don't follow science, you know, so. Well, you have to believe the science. We'll tell you what no. the science is. That's all you need to know. I only believe in Elvis and Jesus. That's science. It, nothing else. And moose. That, I was going to say, in that, in that uh, particular order, though, is it Elvis, then Jesus? Depends or? on what day it is, but yeah. Elvis can bring <laughs> a lot to the table. He was a very religious guy. He was a very spiritual man, so, you know, it's okay. He went through his trials and tribulations. He sure did. But one hell of a life. He is, yeah. I would still say, the most recognizable music star in the history of the planet. I think you're correct. You know, you could make the case that a lot of other people came close, but it's amazing the industry that Elvis still is. Yeah. Yeah. I visited Graceland a couple of years ago, and uh, it was it was pretty cool. Although it was disappointing because, because instead of instead of having a live docent who would walk you through the mansion, they hand you a fucking iPad. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, "No, nah, just I'll just nose around myself." So they were like, "What? Yeah, I don't want your iPad." So I did. But no, <laughs> we can guide you through everything that everybody else has heard exactly the way they've heard it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, it's easier yeah. to do it that way than to have real Cheaper. people. But, mm. you know, if you had somebody that could actually bring stories to the table or something interesting, that would be nice. But, yeah, you can't always have that. But here in Chicago, 23 shot for fatally this weekend, which was right Whoa. about last week. They're getting those numbers up again. huh? They're getting ready for summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, oh, they're getting ready for like Lollapalooza. They're getting ready for all the uh, the big events. Did they dye that river green for St. Patty's Day? They did. Be part of that? Yeah. They did? For the first Does time. Does that piss a, off Enviros or anything? You know, I don't know. Like, uh, my buddy Gene over on the Unrelenting Show just kind of yes. joked, was like, isn't that just the the time of year where they turn off all the filtration and the, the river just goes back <laughs> to its natural color, which may be the case. <laughs> Is that a pretty grimy river? What's the deal on that? Yeah, the Chicago River. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's not exactly... Uh, where you'd want to go swimming. It kind of reminds me of the the Seinfeld episode where Kramer starts swimming in the Hudson River and then just Ooh. reeks when you come out. Probably a similar thing. Yeah. I mean, any of these big cities, I don't think the rivers rolling through are exactly the uh the mm. mountain spring that you want to no. that you want to spend any time in. Mm. But it was interesting because 
you know, this week, as always, I'm always looking for clips. I'm looking for people that are getting angry. I'm looking for people who are got their dander up a little. And, and I've come to realize something. The two sources that have the most pissed off content are that Larry show and random thoughts. So <laughs> we, we should start clipping ourselves. Cause I'm like, that's it. You're we're, right. We're way more pissed off than anybody else. <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh, I do know why. We have good reason because there's a lot of weird, insane stuff going on in the world. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting uh, with all this stuff going on in Ukraine that Putin gave a speech and it still worries me. I mean, I think Putin's a really bad guy and I feel for the people of Ukraine, but I also feel for the people of Russia because I don't think the people of Russia are bad. Just like I don't think the people overall in the United States are bad, but we have a lot of really bad leaders. This is true. But Putin said that the West in trying to cancel Russia, the West dropped its mask of civility and began to act belligerently demonstrating its true nature. And it's interesting to me, the cancel culture aspect of this, because this is something you and I have talked about both on Planet Rage and on our various other shows about cancel culture. And I'm wondering if all of that was not partially a way to train people to just accept this, that when somebody does something you don't like, they're thrown off of, you know, and it started with Twitter or Facebook or whatever and that spear. But yeah. is it now just not, oh, well, Vladimir Putin's doing something we don't like, so we're going to cancel him and everybody in his country. Yeah, yeah. And people just accept that without understanding the domino effect. Yeah. And that that's where the scary part comes from. What I've heard, and again, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff, so I'm relying upon reports, which could be horribly inaccurate. But from what I've heard, Russia provides 25% of the world's fertilizer, which is very important for growing food. Right. If you cut that supply off, what happens? Yeah. Hey, even more importantly than that. I want to order a uh, a tube amplifier and I fucking can't get one because Russia supplies most of the tubes that go into those things. <laughs> Seriously, you want to buy a Fender tube amp? Get in line. That is an interesting aspect as well. I know yeah. I've also heard, maybe it was from Gene on Unrelenting, that Russia provides a lot of the rare earth metals, minerals, whatever you need to make a lot of this computerized stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Which means when the world relies upon that, how do you cancel Russia? You really can't without taking the rest of the world and just bombarding it into a place that does not have what we've become accustomed to. And that may be the whole point. That may be a part of the Green New Deal. Right on uh, Breitbart today, there was a headline that the UN chief Gutierrez, who is the guy that's in charge, the sec, uh, let's see, he is uh, the UN secretary general that said, basically, you know, endure the high prices because it's better for the climate and better for the planet. 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, Steve Colbert and uh, all these other assholes, right? Yeah, just put, yeah, just deal with Pay it. Pay more, have a clear conscience. Right. <laughs> Pay the higher prices. We knew that we were being nudged. And I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I applaud Glenn Beck because I remember watching his show maybe 10 or 15 years ago when he was talking about uh, Cass Sunstein and the nudging of the world that was going on, which was we're not going to make gas-powered cars illegal, Larry, although they are now. They're absolutely Mm. trying to do that now. Yes. But before they got to that point, it was just, we're going to make it inconvenient for you to own a gas car. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what all of this stuff going on is because the powers that be want you to eat less meat because red meat is bad. So we target all of these industries and, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, this seems to be, if you were going down a checklist, there's a lot of the stuff that I would have put on the checklist. If I was the evil person trying to orchestrate this, we need to do this, this, and this. It's like, well, it's happening. Congratulations. Right. We've used the crisis. We've used COVID. And you mentioned in one of your last shows, absolutely. The minute COVID faded away. Oh, wait, we need another. We need another humanitarian crisis. And that became what's going on in Ukraine. Sure. It's, it's but, never ending. And it's all to push you in one direction, which is why as much as I am not going to claim that I know what's going on in Ukraine. Anytime there's only one side of a story coming out, I get worried. As you should. <laughs> right. I mean, that is like, well, no, at least tell me what's going on. At least tell me. The other side says they're doing this, but then disprove it. But I never get the stuff disproven. Right. And we are already seeing somebody did, you know, of course, they're blaming Russian hackers who, of course, have been blamed for so many things over the past decade. But somebody uploaded a deep fake that had Zelensky saying he was surrendering. (laughs) <laughs> i like that yeah this is the new world this is because you cannot believe anything you see you can't believe anything you hear you definitely can't believe anything you read nope so unless you see something happening in real life not on video unless you're there for an event there is no such thing as provable truth anymore and that is going to lead us in a weird place i think well, as long as it leads us, to, you, know, you, you know, I think you're asking too much. I think that as in your last episode, you know, the, the light at the end of the tun- tunnel is the TikTok influencers. We must believe them. <laughs> oh, God. That is not a good place. That is not a good place to be. That they're having their little uh, virtual sit downs with the White House on what reality is and what the truth is. And social media has gotten so bad. And I can even understand some of this stuff because I try to be fair. And as much as I didn't like, because I think all censoring is bad, as much as I didn't like the Twitters of the world going after people that were saying things about the vaccines and all that, I'm like, well, there's at least some kind of a reason behind it. They think they're doing something good. And 
I always felt you shouldn't be getting your news from Twitter anyway. But when you have an account like the Babylon Bee that right. everybody knows is comedy. Yeah. But, you know, it's not it's not their job to decide what's if they're doing good or not. They're not there to do good. Okay? True. So that's a complete bullshit thing. Um, and, yeah, I saw the Babylon Bee thing and I admire What's his name? Seth Dillon say, fuck off. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for shit. I'm not deleting anything. Fuck yourselves. And I'm glad you brought this up because you're a Ben and you know, a lot of Ben's maybe we can explore this a little bit, but I don't, you know, you hear everything is hackable. Is it not? Yes. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. They've hacked the fucking IRS. They've hacked so much shit over the years. They've hacked all these things. Why have not some, some group of, of, uh, determined Ben's uh, not brigaded Twitter and just fucked it like Hogan's goat uh, day after day until now. Now you're going to dance to art tune. You're going to stop. You're going to stop censoring people. We're just going to fucking shut you down, Twitter. Why hasn't that happened? Well, it's a good question, especially if you believe that there are foreign groups from Russia, China, North Korea, that more than just being mad about the cancel culture that would just want to influence and spread their own propaganda. Right. So maybe Twitter's more secure. I don't know. It is a interesting. I mean, it, I mean when you say it more secure, I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm the, I'm so far from a Ben. It's not funny, but I, I would assume it's, it's a stupid fucking social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fairly I mean, I'm, simple. I'm, you know, I, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would think their firewalls are pretty good, but probably not as good as maybe some financial things or military shit. You know, there's probably other levels of security. And I just don't understand why people haven't just gotten together and burned that thing to the ground. Now, there have been times where they've been taken down just by a denial of service, but that is just making the making the platform unavailable for a short period of time. But I believe because their system is more under their control and it is simple they only allow people to do very simple stuff Mm. a lot of the stuff that gets hacked ends up being like the wordpress sites where there's a ton of plugins and then they aren't updated and drupal was another system like wordpress that was horrible (laughs) what did you say drupal drupal yes it was big for a while (laughs) d-r-u-p-a-l the white house website for a while was on drupal back maybe 20 years ago 15 years ago, I forget which administration it was, but I had built a few sites on Drupal until I realized the hell that it was to have to make sure you update like every week because there's always holes being found and with any of this kind of open source software that is going to be an issue with it. Right. Where, you know, Twitter, at least to their credit, has, uh, I guess, decent security because it would be a target. Yeah, there's no question about it. But all of social media, I mean, the only thing that's going to change is when people realize how toxic social media is. And we're seeing all of these stories again. You know, why is Instagram so bad for teenage girls? It's like, well, it's bad for everybody. So it's, of course, going to be bad for teenage girls. Right. But it's going to be especially bad for anybody who has a problem at all with who they are or if they don't have a thick skin if they haven't been taught you know sticks and stones and all of that sure then they can put way too much emphasis 
on what a bunch of nameless people say on the internet. Right. And again, that goes back to parenting, which is my favorite thing for not having children. I can say that. <laughs> That's your hot button, man. I got to say, man, I've not been listening to you now for four years. I never hear you get as pissed off as <laughs> when you're talking about parents who, uh, who uh, do not properly uh, police their kids with their uh, tell them with their cell phones because really they're the ones to... that can protect them. That's why yeah, only true. the parent can protect the child when it well, comes to it. You're right, but I will say this: you know, there you you can do as much as you want to do, but once they head out the door to school, there's nine million other little chooches with cell phones and ad, uh, iPads. Oh yeah, and let me tell you something: you can't control those ones. No, no. Which and, that's uh, why you teach your kids. Hey, this is the bad stuff that happens on the internet. Right. And I mean, Hey, the liberals want to teach everything about all of the sexual stuff. I mean, I think this should be an important part, which is there's a lot of bad people on the internet. A lot of them uh, may be running for office. You don't know. Yeah. But the, the concept with Twitter, they're in office. Yes. Oh yeah. They've gotten there. Anthony Weiner. Remember, Oh, Carlos Danger. <laughs> yes. You know, but yeah, that is okay. And we can ignore that. But do you say, know he's got a podcast? Who doesn't? Really? And he's team. My wife told me, and I said, you're fucking kidding me. She, he's teamed up with some other 14 year old girl. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I think it was like another C-list celebrity, but he's, he's partnered with some other asshole. And they're doing a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is because it is the last bastion of freedom, really. Anybody can do it. Mm. It overall can't be canceled. Thanks a lot to Adam Curry and Dave Jones and everybody that's been working on the podcasting 2.0 stuff. Yes. To try to keep podcasting out of the realm of being controlled by Apple, Google, Spotify and just a handful of large companies, which is the danger because that's when somebody can say, Oh, we don't like what that Larry show is saying. So we're going to go to Libsyn and say, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you shouldn't update his podcast as quickly as he wants you to. People asked me that and I thought, I'm just not that big enough. I mean, I'd I'd kind of be flattered if it happened. It would mean I'd, you know, passed some some uh milestone as far as <laughs> downloads but i think right. it's just their general fuck up so yeah. you passed the test where you're on the radar to yeah exactly you know, it's a radar it's amazing my buddy gene from unrelenting also texted me the other day that in the last nine months just to show you what some of these shows make and i know this is on the high end but mm-hmm. just in the last nine months tim pool on his YouTube channel alone, just from the money people send in on the super chats, right? A million bucks in the last nine months. Holy shit. Just in super chats. That's not in anything else. That's not including what he's making in ads, not including what he's making with people that are part of his membership programs and all of that. A million bucks in the last nine months. So fucking incredible. Now he now what what's uh, YouTube's cut of that? Thirty percent, I think you told me. They take a lot. I mean, it's I've heard okay. anything from like thirty to forty. You may get to a point where you're big enough. You know, like bringing in a million bucks in the last nine mm-hmm. months, you might be able to get a better deal from YouTube if you negotiate mm-hmm. because they want you there, obviously. Right. And it's like, that's crazy amount of money. But that's also, you're absolutely right. If you think you're giving money to somebody, 
through the super chats on YouTube, understand that YouTube is the gatekeeper middleman that is going to take a percentage and it is like 30 or 40%. It's in that range. Yeah. yeah. Which when you're making a million bucks, okay. I mean, I would still do it because you're taking home 600,000, but that just means Yahoo made $400,000 just to uh, allow you to use the service. Yes. Google. Yeah. You mean, yeah. You yeah. said Yahoo. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yahoo <laughs> wishes they were uh, YouTube. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> YouTube, Yahoo, Google. They all are just kind of, they kind of meld into one. Same slime. But uh, for Twitter, for people who don't know, the Babylon Bee was had their account yeah. locked because they named Rachel Levine the man of the year. Yeah. And that was, that was, I love the way they, they, they put it. It's always this pedantic Montessori nursery school teacher bitch lingo. <laughs> that's that, that's, they, they said it was hateful conduct. Right. Now, wait a minute. Now, now fuck you. First of all, you imbeciles on Twitter. Uh, you don't even understand the language because it's not conduct. Conduct is something. If I walk up to you and poke you in the face, that's conduct. If I if I curse you out, that's language. You know, so it's it's not conduct. So shut up. Right, right on that. Right on that level, they're stupid. They are, and it's not hateful. It's comedy. You might not like the comedy. Exactly. Exactly. But there have it's, been, I mean, do you remember, this has to go back to like Saturday Night Live, what was it, like 1980 or was it 1990? I'm horrible with dates, but they had the character Androgynous Pat. I, oh, yeah, I do. I never watched that show. I mean, I shouldn't say never, but rarely. But yeah, I remember Pat and Pat would be totally, Pat would get him taken off the air. Yes. Right. right. And it's yeah. like, it was comedy. It wasn't meant to be hateful. It did not. Right. You know, and this is again. Where comedy becomes comedy is when there is a morsel of truth that is exaggerated. Right. That's but this is not this is not a morsel of truth. This is flat out, you know, <laughs> bright right. sunshine truth. Okay. That you know it's it's Dr. Richard Levine is a dude, period. I don't care how long he grows his hair or how many skirts he wears, doesn't matter. That's a man. Well, and we're seeing so much of this now. That one of the, and I think there are a few of them, but the trans swimmers that are having oh. the crowds boo and yell cheater when they're competing, mm-hmm. yeah. which I, one, I don't know why you would want to deal with that. But of course, what's going to happen if our society keeps going down the road that it is, is whoever yells cheater at that person is going to be locked up because that's oh, going to be hate speech. Oh, there's no doubt. Did you see there was a great clip I saw? somewhere of uh she was british she had a british accent so i don't know if she was a brit in america or maybe it was over there but it was some swimming meet and that dude will what's his name will leah whatever right <clears throat> and she was yelling you know that's a she said that's a man and then here's this other asshole just sort of appears out of the ether and of course he's masked nobody else is but that's here's what side i'm on it's the equivalent of a nazi armband it really is now the masks it really is and he gets, excuse me, what did you say? And she said, I said, that's a man. And then, madam, are you a biologist? <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. See, that yeah. would have been the perfect so, thing. Like, yes, yes, I am. I am. I am. And yeah, and you're a cockroach. And I get the fuck away from me. It's, it's incredible. I mean, the world is just so upside down. It's mind blowing. I mean, the funny thing with that is that women are the ones who are bearing the brunt of 
the bullshit because it's the women's record in swimming. Well, that's broken because now you're allowing somebody who right. is not to compete. Yeah. And I have yet to see any trans that went from female to male competing and winning, you know, and there's the difference. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good point. There's the difference. And it's, I understand, you know, I understand you want to compete. That's great. And if right. that, maybe that's just something though that you can't do because there is no place for it when you make other life choices mm-hmm. and that's fine, but you don't get to have all of this. Well, you know, I'm keeping this in my back pocket, Larry, because if they ever come to arrest me for doing the show, mm-hmm. I identify as a woman because I'd much rather spend time in a women's prison there than a go. men's prison. Yes. And that's all you have to do now is that, you know, I identify. I identify. And here, and I've already said it here. I identify as a woman. See, there you, there go. you go. I've got proof. And a fine woman you'll make. <laughs> I can point. I don't know. Can you find size 15? <laughs> what are size 15 men's stilettos and women's at like 38 or something? That'd be a really big, really big stiletto. Yeah. Really big. But this is the insanity that is creeping around the world. Now, I brought a clip from our good friend AOC. Oh. This was the weirdest thing that I've heard in a long time. And I have to adjust the volume a little bit because okay. she's whispering, Larry. Like, like, is she trying to make a big valid point? Like Joey, you know, he loves to whisper, get vaccinated. <laughs> right? That's what they do. They whisper. I think maybe, but I didn't really understand it. Oh, okay. Most people don't really know what capitalism is. Most people don't even know what socialism is. It's okay. If you can understand that, and most people don't know what capitalism is, mm-hmm. most people don't know what socialism is. Maybe it's that, is this that a- ASMR shit? Is she trying to get people hard? I don't, it is? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that when doing the editing because it does affect one's brain. I will admit that, that listening to just clips of somebody talking. Yeah, you have a different thing going on when you're hearing them do this. It is very weird. <laughs> Maybe it's more effective. I don't know. Maybe we should do the whole show like this. Let's do that. Let's do an entire whisper show. <laughs> See that goes over. Be like Planet Whisper. Yes. Welcome to Planet Whisper. But most people are not capitalists because they don't have capitalist money. Now, most people aren't capitalists. Because they don't have capitalist money. Oh. What does that Wonder, mean? Which of them? What, right. Is that like $5 bills? Is that the capital? Or is one? Which, which denomination is the capitalist money? I think, I think she answers this here. Oh. They're not billionaires. Times. They're not billionaires. Oh. Only billionaires are capitalists. Don't I, you forget that. I guess. That's kind yeah. of what she's saying. What about the trillionaires that Joey told us about? What about those ones? They don't, aren't capitalist, normal people, because they don't have capitalist money. And she's equating Mm. being a capitalist with being rich. And that is simply and totally inaccurate. Mm -hmm. The concept of being a capitalist is not that you're rich, but you get to determine your own fate, which is something the people that are pushing for socialism 
never really talk about, which is when you look at socialist countries, and there are ones we can choose from the history of the planet. Yes. The average person or all people except the ones that are the elites or in power are usually pretty pathetically, you know, their lives are not good. No. They're poor. They're barely scraping by, but everybody's the same. Congratulations. That is socialism. That is communism. Capitalism is not about being rich. It's about the difference that occurs if somebody spends 10 years of their life lying in the gutter and doing drugs in 10 years, they're going to be in one place. And if somebody else spent that 10 years working 40, 60 hour weeks to build a business or something, they're going to be in a different place after 10 years. That's capitalism and socialism. But, but that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> well, that's what they say. Right. Everybody's got to be fair. It is not Equity. fair to let people compete. Then why are we letting trans in the swimming? Because nobody should compete. Yeah. I think we should outlaw all competition because that's wrong because somebody is going to win and somebody is going to lose. Baseball should be canceled. Hockey canceled. Basketball canceled because you are wrongly giving people the impression yeah. that there are winners and losers. Mm -hmm. get a, you go. You could just get a cushy job in the Ukraine. Any millennial says, I don't know if those, <laughs> I don't know if those still exist at this point. Well, Zelensky's got one, doesn't he? Yeah. The head of the biggest reality show going on. Yeah. But AOC, she has a little more to say. Oh, let's hear. The label doesn't matter as much as just talking about policies. That's easier to understand. Do you think people should die because they can't afford insulin? No, I don't think people should die because they can't mm -hmm. afford insulin. So why did Joe Biden raise insulin right. prices? And insulin prices a lot less under Trump. A lot less. The drug companies hated Trump. They hated him. And, and you know, they, they were very, I mean, that Borla bastard at uh, Pfizer was certainly uh, instrumental in flipping Trump by holding back that vaccine. Yes. Absolutely. And Trump was the yeah. one that got the vaccine pushed through, yep. which is also ironic. The most sick rich. Totally yes. ironic. Yeah. Made them so much money and just said, hey, yeah. maybe you don't charge as much for everything that you're putting out there. And I understand there are some people like AOC would tell you drug companies shouldn't even make a penny. And that's idiotic because they need some money to get the brightest people to come in that know what they're doing to be able to develop life-saving medications. And that has happened in the past. I mean, there are some good medications that have done a lot for humanity. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we don't deal with now that people 100, 200 years ago had to deal with. But it's insane when the prices for basic drugs that have been around for 10, 20 years all of a sudden skyrocket because you go, oh, we can just keep charging more and more and more for no apparent reason. And Trump was holding them to an amount. But, you know, that's yeah. not important. Not important. We do. So yeah. AOC asks if we want everybody to die. And let's see how she ends this year. Here. Do you think that fossil fuel CEO should decide whether the planet gets set on fire? Meaning something about fossil you, fuels in the ocean, planet set on fire. I think. What's uh, the fuck? Wait, wait, wait something. Uh, Let me try this again. Run that by me again, buddy. Or insulin. Do you think that fossil fuel CEO should decide whether the planet gets set on fire? Meaning. 
something about. What I heard was, do you think that fossil fuels? Get on, decide when the planet gets on fire. Is that what she said? Something like that. I couldn't quite make it out, but it was fossil fuels, ocean, planet set on fire. So happy thoughts, nonetheless, from AOC. Holy shit. Wow. We don't want the planet to be on fire. Wow. But that was very creepy. And I don't understand. It wasn't like, you know, unless there is more to this video and every now and then I've been, you know, fooled by that, but. Yeah. You know, if there was more to the video that explained why she was whispering, I mm. didn't find that. It may be out there, but it seemed like a very creepy way to get a message across. Yeah. Well, she's she's a creepy person. She is. Well, speaking of somebody that was just picked out of obscurity to hold an office. Oh, yeah. And that's her. You know, that's and her. For, for where she came from, I mean, she's doing a damn good job for uh, for her side. She made she has made a name of herself. She certainly has. This is true. And let's yeah. see here. This I thought this was a uh, this was an interesting clip too because this is from a doctor, one of the few YouTube shorts that uh, that I've watched, which. It's also a very weird thing. YouTube, all of a sudden, when YouTube has been around for how long? I mean, they were the original video yeah. sharing platform. It's got to be close to 20 years, I would think. At least 15, right? Yeah. And now they're going, wow, TikTok is a lot of people. So we should push these 30-second videos, which you rarely find anything of substance in uh, that amount of time. But here's 26 seconds from a doctor, Dr. Yeah. Mandel. Anger doesn't solve anything. It builds nothing, but it can destroy everything. I want you to know that one minute of anger weakens our immune system for four to five hours. And one minute of laughter builds our immune system for 24 hours. So just remember, we can't let the anger overshadow those things that we already have in our life. See, that's why we're here, Larry. I'm going to ask to see his uh, peer-reviewed research substantiating <laughs> that claim, Darren. Yeah. I'm not buying into that. Yeah. I don't know where that exactly <laughs> came from. He's got a bunch of stuff up on YouTube. He pulled it I, out of his ass. I did not look at his credentials, although I have to say, when you see somebody with their their first video, their intro, whatever YouTube calls it that, if you go to their channel, you know, yeah. this is what's pinned to introduce you to their channel. Mm-hmm. He's dressed in scrubs, so he's obviously a doctor. Obviously. And obviously yeah. accredited because, again, scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. Proof positive. I was watching as a total, uh, total out of left field here. I was watching the NASCAR race yesterday uh-huh. from uh, wherever it was from, someplace warm, uh, yeah. Atlanta. Okay. okay. And a commercial came on, and Zach Braff was the first guy you see in the commercial. If you know Zach Braff, he was in Scrubs, the television show. He's also written movies and stuff. He's got a podcast now, of course, with the other guy that was on Scrubs, Daniel Faison, which I love Scrubs. I think that was one of the best comedies that was written within my lifetime. But my first thought was, wow, Zach Braff is really fallen because he's down here doing a commercial and it was like one of these things where he's coming out singing and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, what, what's that all about? But then the other guy from Scrubs that played his best friend on the show, the black doctor, then he's in it too. And he's like the neighbor. And I'm like, 
all of a sudden it was funny to me and it made sense. And I don't, I don't know why, but, uh, it was hmm. like when it was just Zach Braff, it was like, Oh, well that that's weird. You're doing a commercial, but because they were both together, I'm like, Oh, now I see what the company was going for because people that watch that show, I think like this doctor in the scrubs on his YouTube channel gives credibility because people are like, Oh, well I know these guys. Oh, okay. I never saw the show, but I believe you. You I believe everything you say. It was a good show. You know, to be fair, there is a guy on the show, uh, Dr. Cox. Well, I'm blanking on the guy who played him. (laughs) He was the rant machine. He was the angry, could go off at any given moment. And I'm kind of surprised that I've never gone to to clip any of that Hmm. because it was a a well-played role. He was the guy that was in office space uh who played dr cox why can't i remember his name oh uh john no um uh, yeah dick. john <laughs> it's uh but starring as cox this dick well it should be right of course it should be and uh you know i don't know this is uh uh perry cox was played by of course he's a fictional character but who is he played by what oh john mcginley john okay. mcginley yeah. All right. A good Irish guy. Yeah. But John was in a bunch of stuff. Very funny guy. And uh, I think it was a hell of a show. It's very weird now trying to watch any television shows. Everything is just so woke that I can't sure. watch anything made in like the last five to eight years. There's there's a cutoff that happens. And it just becomes yeah. unwatchable to me because everything is forced. Everything is very saccharine you know even the funny stuff's not really funny because the funny stuff is always going to be slightly offensive Mm -hmm. which i was happy to see i didn't watch the whole interview but kid rock was being interviewed by tucker carlson and Mm -hmm. tucker carlson asked him you know how come you haven't been canceled yet and kid rock answered just simply i I don't give a fuck and that's (laughs) what it comes he's like i don't yeah He's like, I don't have any record label to answer to anymore. I don't have anybody to answer to but myself. And if they try to uh, cancel me, he's like, I just find that to be funny. Yeah. Which I have to appreciate good, that. Good for him. But as I said, looking for rants, I'm finding people that just don't reach the bar. And I like this guy. This was a guy on YouTube that had only a few hundred followers. But as we learned, from the journey girl that was on <laughs> was on whatever journey she was on at the time. That doesn't mean the content is bad, but this guy, and there's another pet peeve of mine. I don't know if you have a problem with them, but I don't like people making videos while they're in the car driving. Why do they do that? I've often wondered that. Why the fuck do they? Because it, because it good acoustics or what is that? What is the car video thing about? I think it's I have nothing better to do when I'm driving so I can make a video. But it's like that just seems to be. No, either like you don't care because if you're driving, I mean, the acoustics in a car could be great. There's no question about that. But if you're driving and you get the road noise and all of that, and I'm just wondering how many of these people were doing something and then got distracted and like crashed into a family of six because right they were making a video for youtube but he wanted to be angry and i don't really disagree with anything he's saying 
And you know, I like the slow burn kind of kind of mm-hmm. rants, but I, I just think this just fizzled out. And you can tell me what you think. Okay. This country is finished. There has been so much fuckery normalized over the last, pick your time frame, two years, 20 years, 50 years, that your average everyday American is so apathetic to what's going on that there's no way this thing is coming back. There's just no way. I just, every day, it's like a gut punch in the news cycle, how it tops itself with another example about how this whole thing is flying apart. I was just reading about these Chilean crime tourists. Have you heard of this? Chilean South American gangs flying to the United States, going into wealthy neighborhoods, home invading and raiding homes, and then relying on lax and corrupt criminal justice law to get out on bail, collect their loot, fly back to South America scot-free. Now to stop it there. One, I had not heard of this. Now it sounds like something that they said is based out of LA. I think he ends up saying it is. I heard a cop talk about this on a radio show about a week ago. Now, this is worthy I, of rage. It is. And this is a real thing. And it was a real cop. And he said, he said the sophistication of these crews is mind-blowing. It's their, like, admission impossible levels. Wow. So they're coming in yeah. from another country. Mostly, mostly from Chile, from Santiago. And they're so good. What they'll do is like one of the things, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in L.A. that's omnipresent in the streets are gardeners, these guys, you know, and they've, you know, they're just like pool men and gardeners. They just you just you don't even see their trucks. Right? You, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's all usually, you know, it's a pickup truck. It's got rakes and Honda lawnmowers and shit. So what they'll do is they set up two different, two distinct crews and one is just the casing crew and they they they've just kind of fart around a nice neighborhood uh looking like gardeners and nobody ever looks twice at them and in the meantime they're they're casing everything and everyone then they go away then they bring in the guys to do the job and the guys who do the job they're all acrobats they don't enter from the first floor because <laughs> everybody's house is wired for alarms they never wire the second floor Oh, that's yeah, that's an interesting uh, concept because you're always okay. just ah, we're, everybody's lazy. You don't think anybody's everybody's lazy. Coming in. Yeah. So these guys, you know, they I guess they climb up drain pipes, whatever the fuck they do. They get in, they get out. They, they only take cash and jewelry and they get out very quickly. And uh, yeah. And if they and, the, and so, yeah, it's it's crazy. And if they are caught, there's no bail. So they just right. get out. Yeah. And even though they right. know they're in from a foreign country. Mm-hmm. They're released and then they just go back home and it's like, come get me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of genius. Yeah. But this is also why people need to have their own security. I mean, if you're not home, that's a little bit of a different story. But if you are home, you should probably be armed. Yes. And understand also that your technology can be used against you. Mm-hmm. Because it's really easy to track people, as we've talked before, with things like the stupid little Apple discs and other, you know, the other companies make them as well. Right. It's also easy to hack somebody's cell phone. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're this sophisticated, where you really have a target in mind, it's not that hard to hack somebody's phone and then be able to track where they are. And if you want to, one rob their house it's nice to know when they're not home but if you're looking to do something you know more nefarious like maybe you want to kidnap somebody or whatever which i guess isn't a part of this yet but this would also be an easy way 
for that to happen because these little yeah. spy devices, I mean, your last year or two shows ago, you talked about everybody is tethered to their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they and, and you know, it's stupid. Smart people can be really stupid. There was also a, a story out of New York about some cryptocurrency baron from France. Okay. Vacationing in New York with a really hot looking girlfriend. I might have. He was, he was kind of a troll, but boy, <laughs> that money. <laughs> hey, when you got billions, Larry, that's, yeah, that's an attractant. And, uh, this jackass, um, he was actually, I guess, potent, you know, doing posts of dig me. I'm in, I'm in New York. I'm staying at this fabulous hotel. Look at my, you know, $600,000 Frank Muller watch and all this shit. And some thieves <laughs> just like glommed onto that and they bagged him going in the fucking hotel. Yeah. And they drilled him. They put five shots in his legs. Wow. Yeah. This is the problem with social media. Mm-hmm. Now, it sounds like that guy kind of deserved it. Yeah, kind of. He didn't. I mean, he, he, he certainly wins a stupid award. He right. didn't deserve it, but right. he brought it on himself. Right. That's, that, sure. that's a yeah. much better way to put it, because I don't want to sound cruel yeah. about it. But it's right. the same stuff that I keep telling parents, which is if you have an attractive son or daughter, most likely daughter, though, with this world that is on Instagram or something like that, it is not hard to be tracked. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're one of these that does what this guy was like, hey, I'm here now. Hey, I'm here now. Hey, I'm here now. It doesn't take a lot of time to get to where you are, especially if you're in a city like New York and it's easy for bad things to happen mm-hmm. quickly. But let, let this guy continue here and see yeah. if he can get his anger up a little bit. Yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, and get this. Apparently, these crime tourists, these South American gangs, have headquarters in Los Angeles. Yay. <laughs> what happened, America? Did your collective balls fall off? Are they spraying something in the air to collectively castrate us? See, I mean, he could be so much more angry. He could be. You know what? But that's your kind of rage, isn't it? He's kind of, he's reining it in. You like that, right? Oh, I don't know. I Reining no. it in is good, but I think he's got to get a little bit better word choices or something to at least let the venom spew yeah. rather than just, what's going on, America? <laughs> they don't even need to spray anything. We're doing it to ourselves. Completely open border, taxed to death inflation's out of control and then you got everybody sitting around next netflix and chill or porn addiction or vaping or see all over the place here netflix and chill all over the place porn addiction and vaping Mm. i mean yeah yeah he's he's not he's not finishing strong or sports ball sports ball forget about all the fentanyl that's been invaded over the last couple years from china now, does fentanyl really coming in from China? I thought a majority was coming in from Mexico. I, I don't know, but did he say invaded? Yes, from been chi- invaded by fentanyl. Yes, yeah. from China or all sports right. ball. I mean, forget about all the fentanyl that's been invaded over the last couple of years from China. How many trillions upon trillions of vape carts have they imported? Everybody's high. You go to the Midwest, home of the family values, and it's a bunch of cornfields and mouth-breathing meth heads trolling about around Casey's begging for change for some Casey's pizza and then there's no men and the the Patriots are flying to Ukraine now to fight what's that all about completely open border Uh, it's done guys it's completely done prepare yeah he he fizzled out there at the end yeah is Casey's pizza any good I've never heard of it but if it is I mean I like pizza (laughs) you're in the fucking Midwest so this guy somebody's lying here yeah I don't know maybe he's thinking Midwest is like the middle of Iowa or something yeah it's probably Oklahoma or something yeah 
yeah, he needs to be more pointed. This was just somebody in their car, and I get yeah. it. You just yeah. want to rant. Maybe that's a good valve to outlet whatever steam you got going on. Yeah. I have no name says Casey's Pizza is good, so we have one vote. Okay. That Casey's Pizza is good. There's yeah. a lot of great. I mean, I've always found the best pizza around here are the joints that only have one or two locations that, uh, you know, those would be the spectacular. I mean, there's some decent ones. Yeah. There's a place called beggars, which is now, uh, came out of nowhere over the last decade or so that has like 30 locations around here now and, and spends the money to be the official pizza of the white Sox and bears and all of that. And that's when, you know, you've got some real money coming yeah. in. Cause it yeah, was a deals- lot. A pizza joint named Casey's though doesn't really inspire confidence. You know, you think it should be Giovanni's right. or Salvador's or something like that. But oh, when I was a kid growing up in Queens, there was a lot of good pizza in New York back then. And the best within several miles of my home was Israeli. Really? Swear to God. Yes. The place was, a, it, was it started off as a falafel thing, right? And that's all <laughs> pretty much they made. And then some, one day there's a pizza oven in there. And somebody said, hey, you got to try that. And I said, oh, come on. You're kidding. You know, and holy shit, those guys hit it out of the park. Fantastic pizza. It'll happen. Yeah. The uh, one yeah. of the better pizza places here in Chirac, which used to be located fairly close to Comiskey Park. So it was a place that we'd stop a lot after going to a ball game. We would stop, get some pizza before coming home. They've now moved out to the suburbs where we are and that's only still one location which is kind of weird but uh it's chesden's pizza <laughs> right there's something funny about that it's uh, like two brothers charles and dan but get they were, the fuck it's like tea and crumpets right? and Charles, yeah. tea and crumpets with charles and dan chesden and they're polish brothers so i mean this is a, they're polish yeah best damn pizza around so you, you never know you can't judge those books by the no, cover true <laughs> you know it's just weird it's like okay you wouldn't think that but uh you know that's why the, there's a lot of room for different pizzas and a lot of people just go i if you you know i think hopefully most people listening understand that Domino's and papa john's aren't really pizza that those are just oh yeah garbage food terrible but there are shakies right oh yeah oh and there was a huge chain in new york i don't know if it's there anymore but it was called ray's original pizza it all sucked <laughs> it was like it was like pizza soup you could eat it with a spoon just awful not good uh, dg guru yeah. is mentioning rosati's that's another one that's good around here okay. there are there are good pizza places in chicago believe it or not like there is in new york think. And yeah. I like the thin crust. That's what Chesden's did the best. Yeah. Nice thin crust, wafer thin. Right. I've never gotten into the deep dish. There's just too never much like crust that. and. Agreed. Yeah. It's like cake. Yes. Right. And, and you don't want yeah. cake pizza. I don't think you want no. cake pizza anyway. No. It sounds like something uh, AOC might whisper about. <laughs> the pizza's too thick. Do they not understand socialism? That's very good. That's a good impression you get. It's like that. You do you a good AOC and a good Alex Jones. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alex is just that's just rage. Oh, come yeah, on, but, man. You yeah, but see, you're, you're really you're really nailing the you know the the timber and the quality of his voice. That's not easy. It's really now ask ask you something. For how long could you sustain that impression? 
not a long time because that's right. one that does start to hurt where um, yeah you right. feel like the the your throat right is being ripped out and so how does he, how does alex talk like that all the time i don't understand that well, I mean, he does, he's able to get that low, but he gets to talk where he's not screaming all the time. And he has, you know, it's, I don't think for him, it's that hard. What I was wondering, because on St. Patrick's night, they had a live streaming concert from the House of Blues in Boston with the Bostonian legends, the Dropkick Murphys, who are a great Irish punk oh, yeah. band. Mm-hmm. And my wife asked when we were watching this, how old the, guy that's the lead singer is and i looked it up but he's a year older than us and one for two hours going the way he did unbelievable because it's not easy but his whole delivery is that kind of screaming gravelly thing and it's like how do you do that night after night without your voice not being totally gone i'll never understand that the rock rasp of like sammy hagar steve perry or the i don't get it how do those guys to sustain that i I don't get it it may be genetics either that either that or they they sounded like aoc at the start and now your voice is just so shot that uh you know it's kind of like building calluses on your fingers playing guitar maybe yeah might just have a calloused vocal cord yeah might just have that but um you have a clip that you sent me that is just labeled fuck off loser so i'm guessing (laughs) yes this is this is a good one this this was uh, I found this and it's a uh, it's it, apparently the, the truckers, the freedom truckers convoy made it to D.C. And so some guy was just doing a walking around the street and uh, the lefties didn't like that. And there was this broad with of course she was masked and she had, she, she was really comical. She she was wearing a bike helmet and she had a mask, but then it was because she like took it off so she could scream more. So it was kind of in her hand and <laughs> she had a pal who was also masked. And uh, she's riding this <laughs> it must have been maybe it was like one of these folding bikes or something because she seemed to be a full size human being, but the, the wheels on the bike were like eight inches in diameter. Yeah. I've seen those. They're like something yeah. you could put in a backpack or something. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. It's a kooky little wheelie bike. And uh, she's got a lot of tats. And, you know, she's just. So this, this guy is, I don't know who he is, whether he's just John Q. Citizen or maybe he's, maybe he's got a podcast. You know, I don't know. We all do. And he's, try, he's trying to engage her in a dialogue. Okay. And all she says, I should have counted it I, in this clip. It's only a couple minutes. Oh, I don't know how many times she says, fuck off loser. But it's, <laughs> it's just, a, it's a continuous, it's a continuous loop. And then he was pretty funny towards the end. You'll hear him see, trying to reason with her. It gets, uh, gets nuttier then. So. Well, you know, you can't reason with somebody that's wearing a mask and then decides to take it off to yell because the worst thing you could do, if you think masks do protect you and they are keeping the particulates that are coming out of your mouth from going into the air to possibly infect somebody else taking the mask off when yelling would be the worst time to take it off true because you expel much more much effluvium yes it's a good word i love that word effluvium word of the day there you go at larryshow.com to find out the spelling and more I don't want to talk to idiots. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then what really, what really lights the jets on this clip, Darren, it had 
at me fucking laughing. It's, there's like, there's a fucking ice cream truck or something playing this kooky like circus music <laughs> under the whole, under the whole thing. So it's got, it's got a fucking psychotic music bed of a carnival. It's just great. It adds a whole new level. It does. That's the sound of, is this, you said New York was this? It was, got- I, it was in DC, but it's not, it's not, you know, like I hear these, I, I've heard those ice cream, I don't know, in, in LA and in New York, there was always an ice cream truck and, it, and the music sounded like that, like a calliope or something really weird. Right. Well, you got to bring the kids out and there's nothing yeah, I like yeah. more than crappy music splared out of a speaker. <laughs> right. Why? Can you explain to me why? <laughs> Wow. You know, you know, you've lost when somebody just keeps repeating themselves over and over and over again. I mean, I don't know why you you can't even try at that point anymore because, you know, no dialogue. Well, you know what I think? As as you mentioned that now, I recall a clip long time ago um, of Andrew Breitbart. And I, I met Breitbart a couple of times. In fact, I wrote for him. He's a pretty smart guy. And he was uh, he was going somewhere, and the left just they wanted him dead. Like maybe they got their wish. Um, but there was he was like heading into a I don't know whether he was walking through an airport. It might have been a hotel lobby after a, you know he gave a speech or something. And some asshole was dogging him and did essentially what this bronze doing. He just kept screaming the same thing again and again and again, like it was on a, on a loop. And I thought maybe, maybe there's like commie, commie protest school. And right. that's on the syllabus. This is, this is what you do. It doesn't matter. Just say the same thing again and again and again. Maybe right. it could be repetition. Yeah. Cold acid of the rare encounter podcast says somebody get that woman a thesaurus. <laughs> You're How about a ball could, gag? Right. You're assuming she could read. Why? That's what I fucking thought. They're not moving their vehicle, sir. What, what what was her sign saying? Was there- she had a sign? It looked like it. She pulled it out of a you know out of the gutter. It was a piece of uh, of cardboard box. It probably measured uh, maybe a foot and a half by a foot rectangle, and you know really sloppy shit sharpie on it. So, so something like the the uh, it, it was a takeoff on Ku Klux Klan. It was like the truck cucks Klan. You know, <laughs> trying to say that the truckers are, are, are Klansmen or something. And it was like truck cucks Klan. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. This yeah, <clears throat> people are insane. They are insane. She was definitely not playing with a full deck. No. And you know, who's that woman? That was it. Um, and cult, which everyone said liberalism is a mental disorder. That she had a pretty right. best-selling book. They're just absolutely correct. Most 95% of these people are mentally ill. They are. When you can't reason, when you do not 
process data when you can't take something in. They're the people that today, if you said you happy with Joe Biden, would still say, well, he's not Trump. Right. And nothing that Biden's done, including gas prices doubling, your food prices up like 20, 25 percent and continuing to rise. And the unrest in the Ukraine and, you know, all of that's OK because it's not Trump. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, what does Mark Levin call them? Ideologues, you know, and what they are is they're, they're it's it is a substitute. Marxism is a substitute religion. Anybody who denies that is deluded, but it yes. is. And so they operate with the the zealotry and the fervor of uh, of a religious nut. And it doesn't matter. Logic has no place in any of it. It's just this is my, my God is is the cause. And uh, I'm willing to die or kill you in service to it. That's how they think. And when you're out protesting and somebody says, let's have a dialogue and you get. Can you say anything besides that? and friendly people why do you hate people so much fuck off not you fuck them why do you hate people fuck so off. much fuck off i thought you were about fuck spreading off. love and, and, and fuck inclusiveness off. when you said there's families around they're like no i just no i just the, the fucking clip went on for probably 12 minutes i thought wow. this is enough of this i just clipped she she goes on she didn't she didn't she didn't care i should i should have left that in but she she kept on she was still rolling yeah come on and people if you're out there with a camera on the street do some noise reduction once you post your videos yeah when there's cars around think yeah. about us i mean that's less work than that we have to do well, point. I was thinking of doing that, but then I, I was, I didn't want to dampen that great uh, musical track, yes. the ice cream truck. In fact, maybe, maybe I should look again. Maybe like Biden is chasing the ice cream cream truck as this is going on. Cause it is in, in DC. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. You know, like Wouldn't the old it? Benny Hill video yeah. just sped up Joe Biden exactly. chasing an ice cream truck. Anybody that can make that happen. Yeah, please. I would like to see that. That would be hilarious. I'm not good with video, but that would be absolutely hilarious as the, in the Benny Hill style, just Uncle Joe yeah. chasing after the ice cream truck with that creepy music playing and then yeah. add AOC whispering over the top of that. There you go. See, I love the way you think, man. <laughs> and DigiGuru is praising Andrew Breitbart. Breitbart. He said, I thought the best Breitbart moment was when he took over the mic from an Anthony Weiner presser and ripped the Dems a new one. Yeah. I mean, he was a guy that was not afraid. Yeah. That's no, that's what I take away. And like you said, they may have gotten their wish. You never know all of this stuff because you know, now, I mean, anybody dies of a heart attack now it's COVID or it's the vaccine. It's like, no weird shit has happened for, for a long, long time. And there's always been the knowledge that there are drug. I mean, I remember reading stories and again, you don't necessarily know how much is fact or how much is fiction, which is 
somebody just has to touch you, you know, your neck or your hand and get a drug on you that's you're going to die of a heart attack in like, you know, 30 seconds. There's a lot of really bad stuff out there. I guess there is. Isn't that, didn't it, um, to, uh, what was it, Lashenko? Wasn't he a Ukrainian guy that got, they, they, they like blew polonium dust in his face or some shit that he, he, he was, he, did he die or he was deathly ill from radiation poisoning after that? Was that how it worked? Maybe. I think it was something like that. There's a lot of those, you know, kind of old stories of CIA and KGB and the Cold yeah. War and the stuff that goes on. And, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciated, real wars more than what we have today which is all propaganda all the time you can't believe anything which makes it impossible to know what really the reality of the situation is you can believe darren and larry though let me just say that yes and if we tell you we don't know we don't know we don't know that's yeah that's one of my pet peeves is so many people will never say i don't know Yes, they have to bullshit. That's so annoying. That's how you know it's a non-reliable source. If you ask somebody if then they a question and they never have, and I don't know, especially if you you can trap people pretty easily. Like, hey, pretty easily, yes. And if they give you just a bullshit answer, then Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, that's nobody knows everything. You could report what we've heard elsewhere, and when you. See it on TikTok. I guess you just have to believe it now, especially if there's somebody that talked to Jen Psaki. I don't know when you're getting your news on TikTok. I mean, I thought it was bad when people started turning to late night television and the John Stewart's of the world for their news. Now expecting an 18 year old girl on Twitter who, you know, 90% of her video, she's dancing around in a bikini. Well, she's going to get serious and tell you why gas prices are going up. You should listen to her. You should. Absolutely. Yes. It's rude (laughs) not to, but you're listening to us because hopefully we bring some value into your life, which is why we work on the magical and mythical value for value model as learned from Adam Curry. And John C. Dvorak of the No Agenda Show. And the whole system works like this. We put out the shows. If you got value out of them, you can send some value back to us in any way you want, including if you're on a podcasting 2.0 app, you can boost us right now. You can send a boostagram like we boost. got. You got a boost, man. You got a boost. <laughs> it was interesting during the NASCAR race yesterday because it was the first race in Atlanta, which is now a super speedway. They've reconfigured it with the very high banking. So the speeds are going up and the cars don't, what are they doing? What are they hitting Darren? How fast? I'm not sure what the, I think probably in the 180, 190 miles an hour. Jeez. Whoa. If it's near what they were hitting, like in Talladega and that not totally sustained, but the word was somebody came up with, well, when the two cars get together, which has always been known as bump drafting or just drafting and all that Mm. kind of thing. You know, now it was like, oh, well, somebody comes up from behind you and you get a boost. And they, they just kept saying boost. And I'm like, somebody should get with Adam Curry because they're all talking about boosting. <laughs> and you can boost us if you're on a podcasting 2.0 app. And if you don't know what that is, go to newpodcastapps.com and you'll learn what that is. But our number one donor today, I believe this is correct because it was a check from Widow Garrett, which. Oh was 25 and she said keep rocking and raging so i'm assuming that meant it's half for the rock and roll pre-show 
and half her planet. Right. There you go. So we'll give her the 1250 and the executive producership of this particular episode of. Thank you, Widow Garrett. I love uh, her posts on uh, this Mojenda social. Always good. Always good. Thank Knows you. a lot of good music. Which for me, yes. when somebody you, know, you bring new stuff along, then, you know, you've got, you know, I'll keep I'll keep watching and I'll keep listening and paying attention because there's always mm-hmm. new bands to be found. So much good music out there and coming in with the satanic donation. He well, he says it's not, Uh-oh. but it's the 666 sure. donation from Stu Coates all the way over there in the UK. And we appreciate Stuart. that, Stu. Thank you. And Thank yes. You, the 10,033 Satoshis, which right before we went to record was worth $4 and 16 cents. And yes, crypto's going back up kids. It's on an upswing. Good. There is a, uh, a poem attached to oh. this particular donation oh. from comic strip blogger. Of course it is mm. the comic strip blogger donation. The 10,033 Satoshis. He says, Howdy, Rage Gang, Larry and Darren. By the powers of the East, stop loving evil Ruskies. As though their deeds, the peace has deceased. By the powers of the West, buy iodine pills on my request. And I offer you all a podcast named AI.Cooking that is short, lighthearted, and forward-looking. It's spoken by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman, who loves magic with a K, but is not a Mormon. And as I ain't Van Gogh, so I say yo. He's uh, he's turning into a poet, this CSP. I like that. It's about time we get an infusion of culture to the show, Darren. And thank you for that comic strip blogger. That was very enjoyable. Thank Should you. I have whispered it? Yes, whisper. Howdy, whisper. Rage Gang. <laughs> That's so creepy. That is so, so creepy. creepy. I mean, I think when Biden does it, it's just because he's running low on energy and it's like, I am, I can only talk this loud. It's crazy. It's creep city. In fact, somebody should do a super cut of him whispering and sniffing with the whisp (laughs) sniff, right? That'd be good. May I sniff you, little girl? Yeah. (laughs) That's the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. And you wonder why the shit's going down on his watch. It does not take a genius to figure it out no but that's why you're here because we aren't geniuses and we can figure it out hell no exactly why that's why you listen to that larry show every week on wednesday unless unless the ellipson people aren't staying in line boy they pissed me off but uh, they 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 came back uh solid last wednesday so i i'm not gonna you know it's because it is a hemorrhoid to migrate you know 400 episodes to someplace else and i know there's something's gonna fall through the crack or get fucked up it always does so i figure i'll just keep rolling with these these guys for a while give them one more chance and i've got a question for you and and for the trolls in the troll room Mm -hmm. i bitched a lot recently about things that have gone wrong when ordering from our local grocery store which is meyer they're a nationwide Mm -hmm. nationwide kind of thing and you know it's been things like well, the one day the order was 20 minutes late while my wife sat there to pick it up and they gave her a coupon for $20 off. But that was like months expired when they, they gave the, <laughs> so, wait, they gave her an expired coupon. Yes. Which it's like, you know what? We understand COVID times. People are either out sick or they call in. Yeah. I don't expect things to be super quick. 
all the time. And this did not make either my wife or I mad. What made us mad was here's a coupon for $20 off. We didn't ask for it. We didn't complain. Would have been fine without it. But then you go to use the $20 off coupon and it's expired. Mm. So they're like, oh, well, then just bring it in and they'll just do it in the store. And that's fine. The one time they charged for twice what we actually got, you know, that's fine. The one time they said they didn't have stuff. And my wife then went into the store and whatever it was we had ordered that day that they said they didn't have for the order was on the shelf. There was all that kind of stuff, minor stuff, really, Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it. But dealing with their customer service has not always been the easiest. So the question comes down to something I realized a couple of days ago, which is the order that my wife picked up last Tuesday has never been charged to us. Oh, do you call and complain that you owe them 120 bucks or whatever it is? Or do you just let it go? Is it the honest thing to do to complain? Is it, is it my responsibility to do that? Hmm. Or do you just go, well, I finally got lucky. Got lucky. Well, if you wanted to be really, you know, I think to the letter honest, what you, what you might consider doing is, is notifying them that they failed to charge you, but then also that they need to deduct 20 bucks for the coupon. That was right. no good. <laughs> and that would really, that would make everybody even Steven, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think? Like here's how we'll call it. Even it's kind of, I mean, yeah. I know when Amazon screws up, there's a whole thing in their return process. Yeah. If you got something by mistake mm-hmm. that they're just like, yeah, you keep it. They don't, they don't even want it back. They Is don't. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, just no, because the processing, it's a bigger pain in the ass for them. Yeah. And, you know, one also, I'm assuming that the system at the grocery store, there's just something wrong here, because if the person who puts it in your car, I'm guessing, doesn't press the button that it was picked up. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to get that person in trouble, which I'm assuming it would for saying, oh, no, no, I, I was I picked that up. What do you mean? Yeah. I don't know. So many, so many things to think about. It's too many, too many. You just got to, you know, the best thing to do is find a, a tape loop of that ice cream truck and just listen to that. <laughs> I'm sure we'll we can. Everything. I'm sure there is a uh, sound effects <laughs> disc somewhere yeah. that we could play that or a, from, like you said, it's very much like the, uh, the calliopes of the, uh, yeah. you know, of the theme parks and, you know, yeah, there's been a lot of rage. I haven't found anything good to pull. But there has been a lot more stories of fights at Disney World and Universal and Mm -hmm. people coming out of this hibernation of COVID are not remembering how to be nice to people. Yeah. That's why you listen to us. Then you get out your frustrations. Yes. Then you could be nice to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Just a service that we offer. Mm -hmm. Come back and join us again. (laughs) Yes, please do. Next week on Monday, where we will rage. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State.